This is Alan Condon with the Becker's AFD podcast, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Emily Spooner, who is the CEO of South Florida Same Day Surgery Center. Emily, delighted to have you back on the podcast with us today. Before we kick things off and get our conversation going, I'd love to hand it over to you to hear a little bit more about yourself and, of course, your surgery center in Florida as well. Hi, Alan. Thank you so much for having me again on uh, Becker's podcast. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I have been at South Florida Same Day Surgery Center um, since for almost two years now, and I'm the CEO there. I've been working in ambulatory surgery for almost 21 years now, and uh, worked in basically every specialty and opened multiple centers um, throughout the United States and and gone through lots of accreditation and 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 I, I really have a passion for the ambulatory surgery center space. Fantastic. Well, uh, 21 years, uh, no doubt is enough time to see a lot of different trends kind of up and down and a lot in the, in the healthcare and ASD space. I'd be curious if you could kind of distill down, are there two or three trends at the moment that you're particularly paying attention to and most excited about when it comes to the ASD space? I really think that my number one trend that I am seeing in the last six months to a year, I would say, and I, it's definitely continuing, are the changes in technology in the ambulatory surgery center space. I feel like everyone has finally figured out that there was a huge lack and that they, in ambulatory surgery in general is trending. And so everyone has realized that we really need to up our game when it comes to technology. So I, that would, I would say that's my number one and favorite trend. I'm really excited to be able to move into 2024 with better options in, for technology in ambulatory surgery. But I would say the next trend that I've been seeing, and I've been getting lots of phone calls from independent surgeons or surgeons that want to be independent that are kind of moving towards that independence again. Um, I, this changes on a regular basis. It's a cycle that's been around for as long as ambulatory surgery has been around. And that's surgeons that go from hospital employees to independents. And so I would say that's another trend um, going back to the private sector and surgeons are, are looking to run their own businesses again. Two really kind of exciting, important trends. One, I kind of want to ask you a couple of follow-up questions there. I guess, firstly, in relation to surgeons kind of moving more away from hospitals, less on the employment side, looking to get on the independent side again. Obviously, I guess, what, what do you think is really driving that trend now? And is that good news for ASCs, independent ASCs, especially around we're talking about the staff shortages at this point in time, potential position shortages down the line? Obviously, that can be nothing but a good thing for, for ASCs and independent ASCs. But what is driving that trend, I guess, for surgeons who want to leave the employment, hospital, and health system side of things? As transparency becomes more popular and the surgeons are able to see what kind of revenue they're generating for their employer, they're deciding that I would rather be generating this revenue for myself. And as ambulatory surgery in general is becoming more popular and everything really is going from where you have surgery in a hospital where there are sick people 
to having surgery in an ambulatory surgery center where everyone is healthy, um, that those surgeons are wanting to do those surgery surge, surgeries in an ambulatory surgery center because the patients are be, becoming more educated. And they have, having the opportunity to be a part owner in an ambulatory surgery center is very attractive to those surgeons. So maybe they aren't able to do that with their current employment agreement. Um, but I, I think that is what's driving that trend. Yeah, yeah, sure. uh, the other thing, interest, and I think um, you've mentioned, obviously, that technology is the thing you're most exciting about, most paying attention to in terms of what are trends. Uh, I guess to your point, there's more technology available to ASCs now than ever before when we think about um, technologies to invest in to help achieve financial goals, maybe better manage inventories or even streamlining staffing operations. Can you share some insight into new technology specifically that is really making the difference for your ASC and why? For my ASC specifically, being able to have one platform that is able to manage my billing, uh, scheduling, the physician's portal, the surgeries where they're scheduled at the physician's office, having to have a, being able to have a portal and schedule directly into our system that's changing all kinds of staffing in my center is um, an all-inclusive EMR that is a brand new. And it's really changed not only um, the lack of staffing because it really puts back into the surgeon's offices the scheduling aspect of it. It's helped reduce a lot of costs just because we don't have to use paper charts anymore. And so it's, um, there's a lot more opportunities that are a lot more cost-effective. People are realizing about the margins in ambulatory surgery and having a platform that does all of those things instead of having to have multiple add-ons to the existing platforms that are out there right now, it's just a lot more effective. Gotcha. So really spending the time to, I guess, do your due diligence, work with some of these vendors and get one of these all-encompassing platforms, like you said, and not something that you're going to have to add new widgets, new other things to it, rather than it kind of sounds like it's more stress on the integration side of things than it's likely needed for, for someone who's wearing many different hats like you guys are on any given day. Absolutely. Um, so, Emily, I think obviously technology is something we talked about a little bit there, what you're excited about in that space. But when you think ahead over the next couple of years, when it comes to your center in the ASC arena, is there anything you're particularly excited about and why? I'm really excited about the codes that are being approved in the ambulatory surgery center space mm -hmm. and the movement between the cardiovascular procedures that uh, – can be done in an ambulatory surgery center now being able to be covered in an ambulatory surgery center. I'm getting lots of phone calls from cardiovascular surgeons and, and pain vascular type surgeons also now that those codes are being approved in an ASC space. So I think that that's where the growth is going to continue are those codes as they continue to get approved through CMS that those specialties will, will continue to grow in the ambulatory surgery center space over the next 12 to 24 months. And I don't see that slowing down as these procedures continue to be approved in the ASC space. I think ambulatory surgery is going to just continue to grow like it has in the, the last 
four years exponentially. Yeah, so it sounds like obviously some of this cardiovascular growth, maybe it sounds like similar to what we saw in the orthopedic space when we saw a lot of those cold mm-hmm. um, shifts to the ASD space when we think about, for example, partial and total knee and hip replacement. So you're, you're really predicting that you're going to see similar growth for the cardiovascular space over the next couple of years. Definitely. Absolutely. I am already. Mm-hmm. So a really exciting time, not just to be in healthcare, but specifically around ASC, like you said. I think a lot to look forward to this year. Hopefully we'll see a little bit of the financial challenges start to subside a little, but no doubt we'll be here for the foreseeable future, especially when we think about staffing shortages and whatnot. But uh, specifically in relation to your surgery center, what do you think about growth over the next 12 months? You talked a little bit about growth of cardiovascular line there, but is there any other areas of growth you're specifically focused on now in the medium future? Um, as far as as far as my surgery center, I would say uh, the orthopedic space, the approval of the total shoulders that is that has gone through now through CMS. Um, I think that that's where we're going um, in South Florida. Everything is about orthopedic pain management um, and plastic surgery, and so I think South Florida is going to continue with that same trend. I'm really excited, honestly, about next month is National ASD Advocacy Day in in Washington, D.C., and I've been invited to go this year, and really the main focus is HOPD rates versus ASD rates and how can we get them to be a lot closer to those ASD rates. So I'm really excited about that, and hopefully we can get some get some movement to get those rates better to improve our margins in the ambulatory surgery center space. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's going to be really exciting for you and best of luck next month at the National ASC Advocacy Day up on Capitol Hill. I'm sure you'll uh, have a lot of surgeons and Becker's readers and us yourself behind you. So uh, really exciting time yeah. for you and best of luck with that. Definitely. Uh, Emily, the last thing that I wanted to touch base with you on, I guess Florida, like you've said, I guess orthopedics and pain management, huge, huge um, market in Florida specifically. Um, I'm curious, uh, we've reported a lot of Beckers here, but a lot of orthopedic practices moving to Florida, uh, a lot of acquisitions in Florida. Uh, I'm curious, how, how do you see orthopedic competition between practices kind of developing over the next few years? Um, is, is it going to, going to come a point where it's an oversaturation of the market or how are you kind of looking at that? I, it, I see it every day down here in South Florida. Things have really changed over the last year and a half with the tort reform, um, with liability and personal injury cases in Florida. So it's changed a bit, uh, the landscape here, but uh, it is continuing to grow huge by heaps and bounds. And I do feel like the market has been saturated, but yet all of these practices are continuing to buy, continuing to build surgery centers, and those surgery centers for orthopedics are full. So I I haven't seen a true saturation, but they are continuing to move to that space just as as surgery in general is moving to the ASCs and Florida's population, especially South Florida, continues to double every 10 years or so. I think that there'll be a continued need for lots of orthopedic surgeons. So, 
get your insight there. It sounds like uh, that growth is set to continue for, for many years to come, which is good news for you. Um, Emily, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so, so much for joining us on the Becker's podcast again. It's been great to hear a little bit more about you and what's going on at South Florida Same Day Surgery Centre. Uh, look forward to catching up with you again sometime. Thank you so much, Alan. I appreciate it. We will talk soon. Have a great week. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.